Hello friends, we're back again with the September edition of the Craft Crew Podcast. My name's Ben, and joining me as always are my good friends Jake and Rachel. Hey guys. It's uh, another month, another whole lot of craft brews. At least for me. About you. Yeah. What do you got? Dry ground is the best one, you said? Yeah. Um, that's, yeah, that's awesome. Is that, so, is that the, that's the 75 mile goza. What were the flavors in that? Like, was it? That sounds really good, actually. That's awesome. So did you make it to, did you make it out to Paducah at all, or did you go to Nashville and do anything? Well, that's good. Yeah. You said you went, because I remember last month you were talking about it. Did you go to like a release party or something? Nice. Well, as you know, up in Cincinnati, it's always hopping. Yeah. <laughs> hopping, get it? <laughs> I'm terrible. Anyway, so our our favorite, I'm being sarcastic when I say our favorite brewery in Northern Kentucky, Braxton Brewing Company. Uh, <laughs> uh, we don't like them for reasons we can't discuss on the show. Um, but... Anyway, they, we like their beer. We don't like them as a company. Is that what you say? Okay. Um, <laughs> anyway, uh, they, they do have this really cool thing going on with uh, Grater's ice cream, which for people outside of the greater Cincinnati area, Grater's ice cream is uh, kind of a local staple. Is it though? Is it world famous? I think it's world famous in select circles, but yeah. So, uh, so the Braxton's got a, like a line of like limited releases that they do throughout the year that are like flavored after Grater's ice creams. And this year they have a new one out called Grater's pumpkin pie. So, you know, so I'm a, 
everybody on this show knows that I am a sucker for pumpkin beers. And so when I saw this, I about, I about wet my pants. And so I knew I had to get rich pumpkin pie spices. Notes of golden brown pie crust are created by brown sugar and a combination of malts, making this beer an ode to a timeless harvest staple and your favorite flavors of fall. It says an ale brewed with brown ale brewed with pumpkin spices, vanilla, lactose, and brown sugar. It is really good. Yeah, I think so too. It's it's out now, and I think they also just released like an apple cider sorbet that sounds really good that I also want to try this year. Um, but I just poured a little bit in my glass, so cheers. Cheers. Oh man. Okay, that's a, better than it was when I had it at the tap room. Um, yeah, I'm getting way more like pumpkin pie crust and like spice flavors. It's actually pretty good. Um, I, I think I could use a little more if they did this next year, I think I could still use maybe a little more um, like vanilla and maybe a little more cinnamon or something. Cause it feels like it just needs like, especially the aftertaste, it just kind of dies like on the, like on the, on the, on the back end. Um, I wish it would had a little bit more complexity to it with what, since it's, you know, it's trying to be like a big pumpkin pie thing and they actually use yeah. real ingredients. Um, so yeah, I don't know. I think this, it's good as it is. I think it could be really good. And if they redid it in a year or two, like after they tweaked the batch a little, kind of like the black raspberry chip was this year, it was this year's batch of that black raspberry chip stout they did was way better than the first one they did. Yeah, because I mean, otherwise, I, I mean, I don't know. For me, it's almost like drinking. If, like, if you don't have that, it's kind of just like drinking a, I don't know, a brown ale or a, a cream right. ale, I guess. Um, which, is mm, which is not bad, but it should just it it should have a little more complexity to it than just like the normal maltiness of like a brown ale. It should have a little more sweetness, maybe, uh, maybe a little more roastiness, depending on. You know, some like I'm looking forward to uh, to Taft's Ale House coming out with their. Uh, I think they're doing their beer again this year, and it's not really a pumpkin beer. It's like a brown ale that they brew with like maple syrup and brown sugar and toasted pumpkin seeds and like a couple of other spices and stuff. Well, yeah, and it's more. It doesn't have like a pumpkin puree flavor, but it has like a like a toasty, like fall flavor. It's really, it was really, really, really good. Um, last year when they had it. So I'm looking forward to that coming out. I don't know if it's out yet or not. I know, um, uh, our, our good friend, friend of the show, the gnarly gnome, uh, the preeminent Cincinnati beer blogger and host of the Cincy Brewcast, um, has, uh, just released his list of the, it's the 2018 great pumpkin beer roundup of Cincinnati. So he's got a list of all of the pumpkin beers in town. Um, there's stuff everywhere. Like there's, I guess last year and the year before, not too many places were doing uh, pumpkin stuff. But this year, apparently it's 
absolutely huge. Um, a lot of like Rivertown, I, I might've mentioned to you before that Rivertown is bringing theirs back. I think, um, I thought they were going to do cans, but according to Gnome, they're only doing draft. Uh, so you have to go up to that place in Monroe and get your hands on it. Um, but when I was up at their tap room uh, a couple of weeks ago, it was, I tried it and it was really, really freaking good. Um, so I might have to figure a way, figure out a way to get my hands on more of that this year. Um, not at the time that I was there, they might have more of it than it in cans, but yeah. Um, speaking of going up into town for pumpkin beer, uh, I don't have it out with me cause I'm not ready to drink it yet. Um, but, uh, swine, there's a brewery in Fairfield, like a mile behind jungle gyms called, uh, swine city. And yeah. And, um, flying pigs. Um, anyway, they have a pumpkin beer called, I went up there this weekend and I had never been there before. So I ordered a flight. It was like five beers and it's organized kind of like that. It reminded me sort of like that, uh, that golf tee game at Cracker Barrel. It's like, it's like shaped in a diamond. So there's like one glass on top, three in the middle, and then one at the bottom of the diamond. And then, um, so I had the regular put a, I put a spell on you in there and it was incredible. It was really, really, really good. And then, um, like, pretty much had everything that I was talking about that I wanted in a pumpkin beer in terms of flavor. Um, and then, uh, I found out that they were selling prepackaged crowlers, which are the, the canned half growlers. Um, they were selling double vanilla, like a double vanilla variant in crowd prepacked crowlers only. Apparently that was a super limited variant that they did. Um, so like you had to get up there and get one of those crawlers before they sold out. I have no idea they'll have any. Um, apparently like it's it's going around that that beer is kind of going to be the one like the one in town to beat this year in terms of like the pumpkin beers. Um, well, yeah, but also the the regular put a spell on you. Um, and so I think people in the local craft beer circles here are pretty high on it. And so I'm sure all of it's been snatched up, but apparently somebody I was looking at our Cincinnati craft craft friends or whatever Facebook group. And I think somebody from the brewery commented on something and said, it's not the last variant that they're going to release this year. So off the key is stay tuned to the Swan city brewing social media to figure out what they're going to do with that beer. What else they're going to do with that beer anyway. Yeah. Um, other places. Swan City. Uh, I want to say at least. I think this is at least their second year, possibly their third. Um, but yeah, it's the first time I've been up there. But talking about pumpkins, which I should have. I'm sure I'll have even more to talk about in October. But um, really, a lot of places have been doing Oktoberfest beers too. Um, and again, Gnome has a at gnarlygnome.com. He's got another big long list of all the local Oktoberfest beers. Um, so as I finish up a little, that my taste of this pump, I cracked this one that I bought today. Um, I basically just got on untapped and 
looked at, like you can filter on like the top rated local beers like around you. And um, or in terms of like the highest rated beers by people that are within like a certain distance of you. And um, I was, I, I, so I did that and I wanted to filter by style, but um, evidently I couldn't really do that. And so, uh, but I was scrolling through the list of the top rated local beers and it was showing like Mart, like Marzen's Fest beers, Oktoberfest lagers or whatever they are. Um, so which are all more or less kind of the same difference. Um, and the highest rated one that I saw was like a 3.8 overall was this Sierra Nevada 2018 Oktoberfest brewed in collaboration with, I'm going to butcher this, Weihenstefan, Weihenstefan, the world's oldest brewery, apparently. Uh, and the label on this says, we've partnered with Bavaria's Weihenstefan, Weihenstefan, the world's oldest brewery for this American take on the classic German Oktoberfest. A malt backbone is balanced by subtle hop character in this crisp, clean, and drinkable crowd pleaser. Nothing captures the spirit of celebration like a beer among friends. We brew in, and they they brew in Chico, California, and Mills River, North Carolina. It says. So let's take a little dabble at this. I was thinking of you when I was looking at all the Oktoberfest beers, Jacob. Yeah, I'm uh, beers. Oh shit. Oh, brother. Ooh, that is nice. That is really good. Um, holy crap. I might have to bring you one of these. Or you might be able to find it. Sierra Nevada. Do you have Sierra Nevada in Hawkinsville? Yeah. Yeah, yeah go, you could probably find it down there. I'd, I'd, I'd take, a, take a reckon. Um, what about this Yingling Oktoberfest? Have you seen that? Have you seen it though? Yeah. Let's yeah, I'm looking at. I didn't know you could look at the trend years like in your area. Mm-hmm. On the tabs, and our number one is the Oktoberfest. Which one? The Yingling. Yeah. Really? What's it? Yeah. What's it rated? <laughs> What's it rated? Yeah, that's what you get in hot, on a good old hot, hot nasty. Most of these are Clarksville, Tennessee, really. There's a good scene in Clarksville, though. Oh my god, that's, that is really good, <laughs> that Oktoberfest. Um, let's see, let's crack one more, since I'm on the pumpkin, pumpkin kick, let's get into the Schlafly. Um, and I got this early this year. I got a six pack of this early because I missed out. It's my favorite. Historically, it's been my favorite pumpkin beer and I missed out last year. I went to find some, I went to look for some like mid October. Like I went to depths and I went to party source and I went to jungle gems and no, and they didn't have any. This was like mid October, like two weeks before Halloween and it was gone. Um, I was flabbergasted. I was, it was, I was riveted, I say. And uh, so I figured I'd better jump on it early this year. I was also going to get the, the pumpkin from Southern Tier, 
which I haven't had in a couple of years. I've been meaning to get to pick up again, but I might I might wait on that one. Um, but the body or the label on this says Schlafly Pumpkin Ale blends the spices of the harvest with full-bodied sweetness for a beer that tastes like pumpkin pie. A special release pumpkin ale is available for a limited time with new style with a new style every few months. So Schlafly's out of St. Louis. Um, they're apparent they are apparently still independent and not owned by AB InBev yet. Well, brother, that's as good as ever. Just like even when like I like when you put your nose in the glass to sniff it, you just get a whiff right away. It smells like pumpkin pie right out of the oven. Gosh, and it tastes like it, you like you really get a flavor of like the the amount of pumpkin they put in this. Um, some nice cinnamon on the back end. Um, some kind of malty, a little maltiness there too, to kind of give you the pie crust flavor. That is a really nice pumpkin beer. That's very tasty. Mm -mm -mm. I love fall. It's my favorite time of year. Have I said that yet? Um, But we got riveted listeners that don't always know that. So. <laughs> Picking up what I'm putting down. Exactly. Uh, so what else? I still need to. I have not tried the Tequila Mockingbird yet, Rachel from Streetside. Um, I could bring it down this weekend. You need a cork to open. You need a corkscrew to open it, though. Maybe I'll bring a corkscrew. All right. So. Yeah. It's like a. It's a giant bottle. It's like it's basically a champagne bottle, like that size. Um. And. Yeah. So it's corked, and then they put a cap on it. So I gotta pop the cap with an opener, and then I gotta, and then we gotta open it with a cork screw um so I might be able to supply that uh for the tailgate and so that yeah I think I'll do that because I think it's supposed to be warm this weekend so it'll be good um and then Jake I will bring you one of these Oktoberfests possibly and then I don't know what else I'm going to do for the rest of the tailgate I'll figure it out um but it's gonna be fun I almost got a, I almost bought a 12 pack of the cheetah to bring down for the tailgate, but I think it's like $15. Yeah. I don't know. I'll, I'll think about it. I might just get, I might just wind up getting some, like a little bit of something down at liquor barn or something when we get there. Um, yeah. Uh, what else you got? Is anything else coming up soon in Hopkinsville or Clarksville or anything? There you go. Yeah. Um, speaking of Auburn, uh, as I crack open, I'm going to, I'm going to just get a taste of these. I'm cracking up in the Pilgrim from Mad Tree. Um, and the Pilgrim has 
Uh, this is another like either golden ale or brown ale. I think it's a golden ale with cranberries, vanilla beans, uh, and natural flavors added. Whatever that means. Mad Tree likes their mad science. Um, I went to as at the time of this recording, I went to Muncie, Indiana, with uh, my girlfriend last weekend, and uh, turns out they have, I think they have maybe four like really dedicated breweries, but they have like, wow. yeah, can you believe that? See, I don't, I don't either. Yeah, exactly. Like, I don't remember anything being there either, beside, aside from Ball State. Did you go? Did you go on a college visit there? That's hilarious. Um, yeah, I went on a college visit there, and I don't remember like anything in the town at all. Um, but apparently like downtown Muncie is like, it's like every place is like a beer bar or like every place that's like a bar downtown is like pretty much only serves beer. Cause like, cause Kate was looking around we were trying to find a place she wanted to do a shot with me. And, uh, we were walking around trying to find a place to go. And I'm like, this is your, these are your stomping grounds. Like where, where are we going to do shots? And, um, we ended up not really finding a place that had like alcohol to drink. It was all like beer places. And like pretty much if it wasn't like a dedicated brewery, I was like, we don't have to stay here. Like we had, eat, cause we had eaten dinner and then, you know how, like when you eat food and then you try to like drink like three, two or three craft beers, you're like, all right, that's it. Like yeah, I'm, 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 I'm stuffed. There's no way I can do this anymore. That's pretty much how that Friday night was for me. We had, we had eaten and then, we were walking around all these places, places drinking beer. I was like, I, I'm not like we went to two other places where I, where we just straight up just went inside and sat for a second, and then didn't order. But um, and like I pretty, I think the last couple of places I didn't finish the beer, the beers I got, not because they were bad necessarily, but that just I physically could not drink them anymore. Um, but there was um, they have New Corner Brewing Company, they have. The Guardian Brewing Company. Um, they have Elm Street Brewing Company. And then... Shoot, what was the other one? Uh, I don't remember what the other one was. It might have only been three. Um, anyway, uh, we tried... Uh, the Guardian first, and they had a, like, a hazy IPA that, you know, obviously, I'm kind of immediately attracted to that one if I don't know what else to get, and, like, every other style seems pretty blasé to me. Like, if you've got, like, three other just normal IPAs, one, like, Blondale, and then one, like, Stout, and then you've got, like, a hazy IPA, I'm probably going to go for the hazy IPA first. Just because none of those other ones really necessarily stand out to me. Um, but I tried this hazy, this hazy like, quote-unquote New England-style IPA, and it was not good. Oh, brother, it was not good. Uh, you might have actually liked it, Jake, because it was less, like, on the... 
like a lot of those kinds of like hazy New England styles are kind of more like the hop the hops that they use kind of lend more like juicy fruity flavors, and this one definitely was more of like a I hesitate to say dank like more of like a danker hop hoppy take on that kind of a, that kind of IPA, but I guess that's kind of what it was. It just wasn't. I don't know. It didn't. It didn't. That hazy IPA, yeah, exactly. And so, I don't know if that's something they were trying to go for, and so I don't know. It just, I wouldn't have ordered another one um, of that, and I, and I, I didn't. Um, so that was a little bit disappointing. And then we went over to uh, the um, Elm Street Brewing Company, and um, I had a. Was it a Brett? I think it was a Brett IPA. Something like that. Apparently Brett is like the West Coast answer to the New England IPA. So it's not it's not hazy, it's not fruity, it's like it's more dark. Um but it's like so it's a little bit it's a little more dark, but it tastes kind of sweet. So uh, Kind of, sort of, but it's not, but it not like, not like fruity, sweet, like the New England ones are. It was just kind of like a, like a dessert, like a, like a banana pudding kind of sweet or like a creme brulee kind of sweet, like a, like a breaded dessert kind of sweet. So not like over the top candy sweetness, but like just kind of, sort of, yeah. Um, so that was the first time I'd had whatever style that really was. And that beer was actually really good, and I wish I could have finished it, but I was I was stuffed, and I couldn't. I made it about halfway through that glass. Um, so, uh, yeah, and then the next day when we went to the the Ball State WKU game, um, which was awesome, by the way, it was actually a really fun game because um, you know how evenly matched both teams were, and Ball State. Toppers did pull it out because I don't know Ball State. I, I they're so evenly matched and Ball State led for a big part of the game. Um, and then Western wound up winning it, which was awesome. Um, anyway, uh, the Guardian, who I had mentioned had that hazy IPA, I wasn't crazy about. Um, they had like a booth at the stadium, um, and so I kind of was like, oh, like look, the Guardians here. <laughs> So, uh, I kind of like, at first, when I first saw them, was like right when we walked in and I was like, I don't want really want a beer right now. Cause we just come from the tailgate. Um, and we had been drinking for a couple of hours. And, um, so I just kind of looked at what they had and it looked like they had a couple of things that I didn't see at the tap room the night before. Um, one in particular was, uh, I think like a chirp, like it was called like chirp town lager or something stupid like that. And it was like. <laughs> And it was like it was like a beer that they had specifically made for Ball State games. It sounded like, um, and so that was kind of what I had my eye on. The other ones were like there was a stout, and there was like a kind of a normal IPA, uh, and then there was something else I think. But um, I was like, oh well, if I come back, like if you know, if the mood hits me later on, maybe I'll come get that chirp one. Um, and so, like, I guess around about halftime, like, we kind of got up to walk around a little bit, and uh, 
I went back and I got that Churchtown Lager or whatever, and that one actually wasn't bad. It was, uh, it yet again, it, it wasn't great. Like it wasn't, <laughs> it wasn't a beer that I would come on here and start raving about being the greatest thing you got in in Muncie that you have to try. It was a perfectly drinkable, like it was a perfectly good, like ha- drink one at a football game beer. You know what I mean? Like it was, it was a good like they were seven dollars and it was a good size. It was a good size glass for the price, and so I, I was satisfied with it, even though it wasn't, you know, a four and a half out of five star beer or whatever. Um, I still very much enjoyed it. So that was probably my. I think that's my my summary of my most recent out of town, out of Cincinnati exploits in the craft beer scene. <laughs> Speaking of Asheville, North Carolina, that's what we should do someday. We should take us a little trip down to Asheville and do some of that scene down there. Apparently, I was listening to a podcast today. Somebody was like, "He's like, oh, I went to Asheville, North Carolina, and there were 29 breweries in a five mile, five square mile radius." I was like, "Jesus Lord." <laughs> mhm. No, but I've heard that at least a couple of them are like world class. Oh, yeah, I'd say Asheville is probably one of the best scenes I've I heard. I can't speak to that because I haven't been there yet, but I've always heard of that. Yeah, we'll have to we'll have to coordinate sometime in the future. See if we can work that out. No, no, no notice. Take us a little craft crew trip. Speaking of craft crew trip. I also got to go to that uh, Queen City Brewing of Cincinnati that sent us a message on Instagram about a hundred years ago saying, oh, if you're, anytime you want to come on by, just give us a call and we'll be like, we'll come help you out. And we're like, uh, and I responded, I was like, I'm absolutely taking you up on that. And that was several months ago now. And I have not, I have not once even, I know, um, so I did open my last beer to taste, the Legend Valley IPA from Buckeye Lake Brewing in Buckeye Lake, Ohio. Uh, I think this is just a straight up, uh, I don't think there's anything particularly special about it. Six and a half ABV, so it's not like a double IPA or anything. It's just a regular straight up old IPA. Tastes like a regular old straight up IPA. Nothing wrong with that. Good and nice and crisp and clean. It's actually pretty good. Um... Can't go wrong with that. So, what else are we looking forward to? We got the uh, time of this recording. We're looking forward to going to Bowling Green. Is White Squirrel still the only brewery in Bowling Green? I thought they were getting another one, but I might have been wrong. I think they maybe got a, like a brewing supply store, and I thought it was a brewery, but. Well, yeah, I was thinking. Well, I should sp- I should specify like tap room. Um. Uh. Yeah. So the 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 university still has the Alltech thing at South Campus, but I don't think they have like a space for you to go drink that beer that they make. You can buy that College Heights ale like anywhere in town. So. Yeah. 
I, as far as I know, it's still those two. It's like a College Heights Ale and like a Avenue of Champions IPA or whatever it's called. Hilltop IPA or something like that. I don't remember what it's called, but they have, they brew two beers in that facility, I think, as far as I know. Um, and I assume White Squirrel still is on there. Three styles BS. Four styles BS. I guess maybe we'll find out. Um, I guarantee they haven't, but who knows? One can, one can only hope. I think they're doing... I think they were doing their Oktoberfest event maybe last weekend. Um, I was hoping maybe they might brew like an Oktoberfest beer. Um, I don't know if they, they ever have or not, but if they did, that would be awesome. I would like to, to, to taste that. Um, so, yeah, I, guess, I mean, I guess that's all I've got for now. I feel like there's always a million things going on on the scene in Cincinnati, but I try to give them as much as I can. Pretty much just everybody going crazy with the Oktoberfests. And we just had Oktoberfest Zinzinati uh, last weekend. So, um, fall beers are out in full swing at this point in late September. Grab them while they're hot. Grab them while the weather's getting crisp. This is a good day for, like, Oktoberfest beers, at least up here. It was, it definitely, it definitely felt like, it was starting to get crisp out. It's awesome. So comfortable weather. Comfortable weather. So I don't know what I'm gonna do with the five half beers I have poured over here. So <laughs> Pat's in. Uh, <laughs> shoot, where's Pat? He's in North Carolina, I think, for work. Oh. Oh God, yeah. I just thought I just thought about that. He, he's in North Carolina. He's in Raleigh on business. Um, I'll have to see if there's a see what the scene is down there with the post hurricane craziness. Um, yeah, I wish you guys were here to taste. Yeah. Um, anyway, I guess that's all we have for September. We will have more brewery trips, more releases, uh, more fun to be had, I'm sure, in October. Uh, i got to get my hands on this one, I think, at Paradise Brewing, uh, which is apparently a local place. And I like only hear from them like every once in a while when Gnome talks about them. They're apparently over like in the uh, like Anderson Township or somewhere. And, uh, they apparently have a pumpkin beer that they, the last part of the fermentation process for the beer, they, they ferment it inside of a pumpkin or like inside of like multiple pumpkins, something like that. Uh, from what I've heard, it's pretty, historically, it's supposed to be pretty good beer, um, so that just sounds too too weird to be missed. So I'll try to do my best to look into that this year. Um, I'll have to make that a mission for uh, for the next month or so. But uh, yeah, uh, gnarlygnome.com for our for, to go support our friend uh, the gnarly gnome. We'll check out his articles. He's always got good stuff for uh, at least what's what's going on in Cincinnati. 
do a you can do a Google search for stuff going on in Hopkinsville, Kentucky, Clarksville, Tennessee, Nashville, Tennessee, Paducah, Kentucky. All the good mid south parties to be had. Um, oh, I just remembered I was at Depths tonight, and they it Depths in Fort Thomas, and they have something from Bearded Iris. Uh, it was like a they were it was like a four pack of sixteen ounce cans of I guess it was just some IPA or something like that. Um, but it was the first time I've ever seen beard seen bearded iris like out anywhere. Um, I almost got some, but I didn't this time. I might have to go back and try it. But yeah, I just thought that was pretty cool. Anyway, <laughs> we'll call it a night here. Uh, until next time. Can we all say it at once? Ready? One, two, three. Cheers. Cheers.